0: Gotta chill. Welcome, welcome, welcome back uh, to another episode of uh, Pints and Stripes. I'm your host, Carlos V. It's been a while since I've uh, done one of these. Uh, It's been a little, little while. It's been a couple months. I think the last game, actually, that I uh, did a podcast for was against uh, Brighton. And uh, here we are again. (laughs) The uh, same people we uh, played against uh, this weekend. Uh, Which Liverpool visited uh, Brighton this weekend. We uh, beat them 2-0. Luis Diaz uh, opening the scoring for us, which, I mean, he just fit like a glove, man. Ever since he came in, he's just been... Seems very motivated. He seems very... I mean, he fit right in, you know, right fit right in to our front three to the whole team. And he's been he's a good, uh, good player for sure. Somebody who I think uh, we definitely needed. Very glad we have him, especially in the second half of the season, which, you know, we won the 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 cup final, the Carabao Cup final. We still, you know, have the FA, which uh, we play next weekend, the next round. And, uh, you know, we're still fighting for the Champions League and the Premier League, you know, so I think he's been, he's been a good, he was a good signing, for sure, he scored, uh, should have been a bread card, I believe, for uh, the keeper, he got no ball, it came out a bit reckless, in my taste, and for me, it shouldn't matter if Luis Diaz scored or not, I think, you know, give the goal, and then give the red card afterwards, because it for sure was a red card, it's kind of unbelievable that well, not really unbelievable cuz it is, you know, the, the the Premier League, but you know those refs, man, and VAR, it seems like it's the only country, one of the only ones that I mean you just hear about it more than any other league in the world that there's so many issues with VAR and you know, it's just kind of wild to think that they didn't see anything anything wrong with that with that play. Another interesting thing that happened at the uh, end of the first half, uh, Salah had a shot and was blocked by the keeper. A very tight shot. And afterwards, you can see uh, Klopp yelling at Salah, uh, yelling at him, telling him uh, to pass. You know, to pass instead of shoot, basically. And you can see uh, plain as they Salah responding with who And I think after you, I mean, if you guys see the uh, saw the replays, you can definitely see that Salah before you know he took it all the way in. He looked up and. I mean, in the replay, you can see there was nobody coming in open, you know. Uh, if he would have been able to get that pass off, it would have been my hats off, you know. Um, so I think he just did what any goal scorer would do and just, you know, to go for the opportunity, which was also a tight shot. So I think he just did what was best. I mean, it was a tight shot, you know, that he got off and then there was nobody really to pass for. So I think he just did what was uh, what was best the beginning of the second half. Trezard, uh missed a golden opportunity. He uh, flew that one right over. They caught, us, uh, they caught us lacking a little bit, you know, right in the beginning of the second half. But I think from the replay I saw, I think they would have still got and called back. I think there was a handball in there, so it wouldn't have mattered. But, you know, it's still uh, something that he missed. <laughs> still an uh, opportunity, uh, for sure, a golden opportunity he missed. You know, either way, you know, play the whistle. You know, who knows with VAR and the the Premier League, who knows if they would, you know, they would have called it back either way. You know, who knows what the fuck uh, handball is nowadays. You know, every game, every ref, if they just, you know, team to uh team to uh, go with what the uh, flow of the game is, you know, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. And it kind of sucks, you know. Uh, sorry, I <laughs> just rambling a little bit with that. Just these refs sometimes get to me. Uh, and then what, what's been, you know, usual the last couple games is Salah hit a post yet again. And a couple minutes missed what should have been a goal, honestly. Uh Salah usually has been scoring those. It was a wide open. and he, he had the whole net in front of him. I feel like he definitely should have been able to score that. And he, he didn't. So, but, you know, a couple minutes later, he scored a uh, PK, obvious PK, Uh, no brain player i don't think i saw anybody um fighting for it or saying it wasn't i mean but that one was straight up that one was a straight up handball you know how arm out uh the game wasn't it wasn't there wasn't too much honestly there wasn't too much um at the end of the game you know wolbeck uh, got blocked by allison which was a really good save by allison and then right after that uh you know at the end of the game Luis Diaz could have made it 3-0 could have maybe passed it off to uh, Jota but decided to decided to uh shoot and well, I don't even know if he decided to shoot or he just like tripped or he just didn't know what to do at that moment but he uh he could have definitely uh, handed it off to uh Easy 3-0 for uh Jota but you know we'll take it 2-0 another clean sheet you know and then now we uh play uh we go visit uh Arsenal this in the uh, game that we're behind you know on uh during the week so so it was a uh, it was good for us i think you know 2-0 not bad so with this game it made it our eighth eighth win in a row in the premier league and we haven't conceded a goal in the last three games so it goes you know the clean sheet is very important especially right now with how tight the game uh the title race is with city Goal difference. It might come down to goal difference. So, you know, score as much as we can, and and definitely uh, keep the uh, clean sheets coming. In the beginning, I think at the beginning of the season, we were playing, as we could all say, uh, a very high line. But you know, now I feel like we we got we got scored on a lot more in the beginning of the season. Now I think the players got even more used to it. I mean, we used to always play a high line. I don't know. Now there's just you know flow of things. We've been uh, we've been a lot better for sure, you know. Last time we uh, faced them, we uh, drew two two earlier. As I uh, had mentioned before, my last podcast that I uh, did back in November. So it's been a while, but uh, you know, last game was completely different from this one. We had a very depleted midfield, uh, you know, especially with with Fabinho out. Uh, Keita did start that game, but it was when he wasn't in form. And you know, I would say since Afcon, he's been he's been on fire, man. He's been uh, he's definitely been one of our uh, best midfield players for sure. Um, He's been, you know, it kind of seems like he's 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 finally becoming the player we thought we were going to get, you know, when we first signed him. So it's been he's been very good for us. Other uh, notable change from last time was uh, Konate started last one and he played very well. And I had actually, if you guys go back on uh, the other podcast, I actually said that it uh, could have been a very good game for uh, Matip because the last game, it was very hard to break down the lines, you know, especially when we didn't have our midfield, you know, who, who could have been able to 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 um, break those lines, those defensive lines. And I suggested maybe, you know, not suggested, but, you know, I said maybe Matip would have been good for us because he's, you know, as we well know, he's very good at making those runs forward and breaking lines. And He uh, You know Mate started this game And he had a really good game You know He uh, actually got the assist For the first First uh, goal So But other than that You know We've been Very very solid Uh, Even though they didn't have As much fire As they did in the first game uh, uh, Brighton That is They uh, They actually had more possession For with uh, More possession than Liverpool Which is Something that we aren't uh, really accustomed to. We usually play more of a possession game. Possession game. We usually have a lot more possession than the uh, opposition. So it was one of those games where they actually had the ball more than we did. And speaking of the depth, as much depth as we got, we actually only made three changes to the uh, mid-game week uh, that we uh, played against Inter. Inter, sorry, Inter Milan, which we uh, lost one zero, but still, you know. There was only uh, three changes to the game, which was in the midfield with uh, Jones and Thiago starting. Uh, last game, you know, in this game, they uh, didn't start, and Jota was a starter last game as well. With uh, they started off in the and the bench, and one of the biggest concerns for this game was uh, Salah, you know, Salah's injury. It could. I don't think he would miss this next game. He does, you know, international break is coming up. Uh, and he has a very important playoff game against Senegal. It didn't, it didn't seem like it was uh, serious. So it might have just been a precaution. You know, he's just been... I don't know if fatigue is a factor in all this, but he's been... I'm not going to say he's been bad, but he's just... <laughs> he's a machine, man. I don't know how... You know, yeah, he's a professional, but the fact that, you know, he just had a uh, tournament back in January and, you know, two of the games, played 120 minutes, went down to the wire, and then came back, you know, to first team and, you know, played right away. As much as I would love for him to start against uh, Arsenal, if he doesn't, you know, it is what it is. Maybe we should, you know, have, have him start from the bench, you know. We now have, you know, Luis Diaz, you know, Jota and Mane, you know, up there and we can definitely do some damage with those front front three. You know, last thing I, I don't want is for him to uh get burnt out. You know, especially towards the end of the season when when the games become more, you know, more crunch. You know, especially where if, if the if the table if the games keep going as they are, uh that city game in, in April might be the uh championship, you know, might be a final for us for them. So I just don't want it to be burnt out is all. Well. You know, not just me. I've I, you know everybody is so. The uh, other news that we've been hearing from Salah is the uh, contract negotiations that's been going on. I understand. You know, you don't want to pay one player x amount of money because you know w- the rest of the team is gonna want to you know uh, up their salary for sure. Especially you know the Van Dykes, the Manes, they're gonna they're gonna want you know more money. <sighs> But for me, man, if, if, if you have one of the best players of the world or, you know, definitely top three, maybe even the best that, you know, in the last year or two, I feel like we got to pay him. You got to pay him because where is he going to go? Like, realistically speaking, where is he going to go? Do we think, do I think he might go to a Spanish league team? I don't believe so. I don't think so. You know, the only two teams would be Madrid or Barca. Madrid's already looking into, you know, getting Haaland. Uh, they're getting, you know, and from reports are saying is is coming in free. Uh, Barca, you know, with all their financial woes, I don't think they're going to be able to afford them. So he, he might have to go to a, a a Premier League team, and you know, who realistically speaking, who is that going to be? Is he going to go to City? Doubt it. How for sure via be, be a villain move, probably even worse than uh, <laughs> Sterling. United, doubt it. You know, he. I don't think he would go to to. Uh, to that rival, you know, uh, you know, and it just kind of leaves, you know, to who, man, you know, Newcastle with the new with the new owners, or even Chelsea with with the whole debacle that's been going on, you know, you know, they want a new owner, and what's the better way if you know they get if they're able to get a rich owner, somebody who's you know it's money, what's the first thing they're gonna want to do? Hey, let's make this big move. Let's get this big time player. Let's show that we're not here to play. And uh, so who knows, man? I honestly hope we're we able to stay with him. I'm, I hope you know we're able to to settle that down and it's not sometimes you know social media especially twitter is is it's not a a good it's very reactionary you know because let's say he doesn't play this weekend i mean or uh, wednesday you know let's say he's out against arsenal and we win comfortably you know what are the fans going to start saying he hasn't really needed, we really don't need to pay him, you know, we can just bring in somebody else, this and that, and it's just kind of like, come on, the guy's like, yes, we won, if, you know, if we win, it's like, yes, we won, but it doesn't change the fact that Salah is still one of the best in the world, you know, um, that's just my opinion, and uh, when it comes to the uh, contract, contract situation with uh, Salah we do have an important game against arsenal this week we are visiting uh, the emirates stadium where uh, we're both coming in in good form it's the same thing we said last time you know after uh arsenal started really bad they uh won six and tied two before losing to us so you know after their horrible start but uh last time we played we uh beat them uh four zero so you know last time we played them was in the uh Last time we played, sorry, last time we played them in the Premier League, we beat them 4 0 at home. And, you know, they're coming in hot as well. You know, they're coming in a very good form. Uh, this time, their current run is five wins, one win draw with their last loss coming into, uh, coming from, uh, coming against uh, City. Uh, they were in that game with a very, uh, as people would remember, it's a very controversial non PK call. So, you know, even barring that PK call, they were definitely in that game. It wasn't uh, lopsided or anything. So I think Arteta has been doing a very good job with Arsenal. And I believe that, you know, they're going to come in and it's going to be should be a very good game. I feel like it's going to be a very good game, Uh, especially, you know, since we uh, eliminated them from the uh, Carabao Cup where we uh, in the first leg, you know, we tied 2-2 and then 1-2-0 in the uh, second leg back in, you know, a, a month or two ago. Like they say, the uh, false positive Reds, you know, with all those false positives that we got. But you know, I, it's just these these games with Arsenal seem like they've been getting a lot, a lot more intense and a lot. I, I actually really enjoy uh, these games against Arsenal. So we'll see, we'll see where uh, it goes. And it's, honestly, I feel like it should be a very entertaining match. And like I said, seems <laughs> ever since Obama Young left, you know, back in uh, January, I feel like he just he's been taking that role i don't know if he was i wouldn't say obama young was holding them back as of late but you know Lacazette like has been has been in good form and he's been uh taking that team you know and so it should be it should be definitely uh entertaining and uh these are just uh, other other stuff around the league where united played uh spurs on saturday uh united won in a three-two thriller it seemed like uh the game was pretty much even honestly you know it, it seemed like you know they had pretty much the same amount of shots uh, it was it was pretty even statistically um the uh, only key difference here was honestly uh ronaldo and ronaldo scored a uh, hat trick They probably could have won a little bit more uh more uh, easily Well, not easily but you know the score could have been you know either 2-1 or or maybe even 3-1 but thanks to uh maguire the uh, the guy that was supposed to be as good, if not better than Van Dyke, <laughs> if he uh, he's he's a scrub as well, man. He uh, you know, scored an uh, an own goal and you know kept kept uh, Spurs in the game. And uh, a quick note from that, uh, Tom Brady was in the uh, attendance. I know, It's crazy to think. I'm not saying Ronaldo to come out of you know brought him out of retirement. I'm not saying that at all, but these are the, you know, this is what it seems like. These are, you know, from from what you can see, you know, after the match, Ronaldo asked him, you know, to your finish, Tom Brady kind of hesitated. He's like, "Ah, I don't know. I think Tom Brady had, you know, at the time where he retired, he was ready to retire. Maybe the last, you know, month or so, he you know, there was some maybe three, you know, that little benefit of a doubt, you know, he was like, uh, should I, should I not, maybe look into a team later, playoff, you know, whatever. What happens? Go sees 37-year-old uh, Ronaldo play, and he probably got that little itch back of, you know what? I could probably go back and play too, man. It, I I honestly feel that's that's probably what happened. It was just that thing where it kind of took him over the, uh, you know, took him over the edge of like, you know what? Let me run it back one more time. Let's see what happens um but yeah he came out of retirement literally the next day so it was uh it was fun it was uh funny to watch to be honest you know seeing all the uh all the videos and all the uh tweets and stuff uh another game this weekend was uh chelsea versus newcastle a lot of news a lot of news you know as you guys well know uh but chelsea chelsea in the news right now with their uh with their owner uh chelsea just got you know they got sanctioned by the uk government you know they can't sign new players including uh contract inspection instead sorry (laughs) extensions um they can't sell unless they want the government to be involved where they you know they act basically as a mediator they can't spend certain amount of money per match on flights so you know there's been talk that they might have to like you know buzz around uh supposedly they still had a flight you know to to go to leo uh which they play i think uh Today or tomorrow, but you know, this week, either today or tomorrow, they play on the the return leg. Um, you know, they might just have to bust around maybe at at the uh, when they're uh, playing in the Premier League. But it's been heavy news. Heavy news. The uh, UK hasn't been uh, fucking around with the whole uh, sanctions that's been coming to you know to uh, to Chelsea. You know, to Chelsea's owner as of now uh from what i saw i actually didn't watch this game i just saw you know highlights and stuff uh there was a uh, elbow that uh, i feel like should have been a red it was a yellow for uh havertz i think you know when you go with an elbow up and you jump that high you know elbow up that high uh usually is an automatic red but uh ref decided that it should have been a yellow um and that pk on uh chalobah it went to VAR. VAR decided it wasn't a PK, which is fucking wild to me. I mean, he was pulling on his shirt, and then, you know, you know, he, uh, he fouled him. Uh, but, you know, VAR decided it wasn't a PK. So, you know, there goes VAR once again. <laughs> uh, Chelsea won, uh, ended up winning uh, 1-0 on uh, Havertz goal towards the end of the game. West Ham uh, visited Aston Villa. The uh, Ukrainian Yarmolenko came back after missing uh, four games to deal with things back in uh, Ukraine, which, uh, you know, sad with everything that's going on. And, you know, he had to go back. So he missed four games. He came in as a sub and uh, actually opened up the scoring um, 1-0. He scored, you know, in his return and was very emotional. I think a lot of people, you know, especially for him and for his country, it was... I don't know. It's not much to say, but you know, very emotional. You can see it in his in in his in his celebration and then, you know, in the interview. Uh right after you know, West Ham ended up winning 2 uh, two two one that game with uh, the second goal coming uh from four and then Ramsey scoring for Aston Villa. And our cool neighbors, those guys that we don't uh like <laughs> Everton played uh wolves wolves beat them 1-0 with the goal coming from uh the lfc academy cody uh so they end up winning 1-0 everton's in definitely in crisis mode they're literally in the bottom in the relegation show uh relegation zone zone sorry <laughs> with uh only way only thing that the only reason they're not in bottom three is because of goal difference so they're definitely down there it's it's uh i'm not gonna lie if we win the quadruple and everton was down it's probably one of the i don't know if anything will be able to top that (laughs) trust me i'm not gonna be missing uh derby matches against everton so you know if they go down to the championship good you know uh lampard definitely has a uh tough tough uh journey for the rest of the game you know for the rest of the season so we'll see what happens we'll see what happens it's uh very close uh at the bottom in uh relegation zone Leeds played uh norwich and Leeds' first goal i think uh kudos out of all the shit i've been talking about far in his in this podcast uh kudos to them in the goal you know people were saying that bamford was out offside which he was but he never interfered with the play so you know good good uh good stuff on the uh on the refs and uh, not calling that all sides. It was, uh, it was an intense game. Well, the last couple minutes was intense. So Norwich was up, you know, 1-0. Norwich ties it in the 90th minute. You know, Leeds thought they were going to win it. Ends up tying. Bam. Going to split the points. In the 95th minute, Leeds scores the winning goal. Ended up winning 2-1. And, uh, yeah, I mean... Those are the types of uh, games we all, you know, when you're on the winning side, it feels amazing. When you're on the losing side, it doesn't at all. Uh, with this uh, was uh, the American uh, Jesse Marsh's uh, first win for uh, Leeds United. So then the uh, game, the Sunday games uh, ended up with uh, Arsenal versus Leicester. Arsenal winning 2-0, you know, keeping up with our form. Uh, went up to fourth place, one point above uh, united right now with i think still three games in hand so they're in a very very good you know position to uh actually qualify you know not just in a you know european uh or europa or the conference league but you know actually in the champions league which uh it would be it would be i think they're playing good football so i think they should be it should be good for them and uh other scores around the league uh brentford beat uh burnley to zero Eriksen coming back, gave an assist for the uh, first goal. And uh, uh scored both goals in the last 10 minutes of regulation. And Southampton Southampton lost to uh, Wofford 2-1 at home. Today, uh, City City tied 0-0 against Crystal Palace, which uh, are only four points now above uh, Liverpool. You know, at the end of the match, it kind of seemed like uh, Crystal Palace could have won it. Uh, there was that uh, where Gallagher had the ball and tried to pass it back to, to uh, Zaha, which he was in the center. But uh, the, the defender was able to cut it off. But, um, you know, we'll take it. A draw is good. Seems like a Crystal Palace is their kryptonite, or at least in this season it's been. They, uh, you know, won 2-0 out. 2-0, 3-0. I can't remember. But it was either 2-0, 3-0 at, uh, the uh, Eddie had and then beat them. And I mean tied this time and you know they actually kept them uh kept clean sheets in both games so you know they got 4 points out of the 6 possible so it was it's it's been good <laughs> it's been good after the game Bernardo Silva unwarranted they uh, asked him you know what do you think about the game this and that you know he went on to say he says uh and I quote Still a long way to go, nine games to go. We're still in a good position. It's still better to be in our position than Liverpool, and they still have to play in our stadium. It's going to be exciting, end quote. <laughs> it's just, Bernardo Silva, man, that guy just... The, the question wasn't asked about Liverpool. It wasn't about the title race. It was literally about the game, in that, like, you know, about the game. And he just straight up just brings up Liverpool. I think they're starting to get a little nervous, you know. Back in January, there were... 12 points ahead of us you know now we're reduced it to four with our game in hand you know if we were to come out victorious this you know on wednesday which i think we are it's going to be a lot tighter than it's had you know than it was last time in the premier league You know, i think it might be either a 2-1-1-0-1-0 game possibly you know if it's more than that you know cool i ain't gonna complain about that but i feel they're you know they're definitely feeling the the uh the pressure now you know, and when we come back, you know they they face uh, Burnley, I believe. Yeah, Burnley in the uh, Premier League. So, you know, if you know they drop points there, then that uh, game the following week is when we play them. So it's, just, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a ton. It's gonna be a fun month. You know, April. Um, but yeah, you know, with the uh, as, you know, after this week, how the uh table is, it's City in first, Liverpool second, Chelsea third. Arsenal 4th, United 5th with West Ham in the 6th uh, posi- position with 48 points. It's a little bit tighter, you know, in that area between 4th place Arsenal and 8th place Spurs, between um Arsenal having 51 points and Spurs having 45, so there's only 6 points difference. The thing here is that uh, you know, Arsenal have still three games in hand with uh one of them coming this week against uh the Liverpool like i said in the bottom half it's uh norwich and dead last with 17 19th is uh burnley with 21 walford with 22 and like i said uh everton is uh 22 with uh you know only the goal difference saving them from uh relegation as of now um so this week, I'm probably going to I'm going to try maybe doing two episodes, you know, after the uh, Arsenal game and then one next week. And then, you know, we have the international break. So there probably wasn't going to be an episode. But uh, I'll be doing two. I started doing, you know, when I first started, was doing two episodes a week. I'm thinking about just, you know, doing it one one episode a week, maybe possibly just because I just feel like, you know, I can make you know the episode a little bit longer and just have, uh, you know, episodes longer and, you know, not so much different things and i'll just you know on the instagram i'll just post i'll just post you know whatever news comes up during that you know during that time whether you know injury news transfer news or whatever unless it's something very big then i for sure will will um look it up you know you can find uh instagram on pints underscore and underscore stripes on instagram and on also on twitter you can find me at just pints and stripes no, nothing so thanks for uh listening and i uh hopefully we get a victory against arsenal again and uh see you guys soon